रोशनी का कारवा दिस पॉडकास्ट इज ब्रॉट टू यू बाय बैरियर ब्रेक सॉल्यूशंस प्राइवेट लिमिटेड एंड स्कोर फाउंडेशन Hi my name is George Abraham and welcome to this edition of Iway Conversations my guest today is Ritika Sani a professional playback singer and a passionate disability campaigner hi uh, ritika welcome thank you so much george uh, happy to be part of iway conversations so tell us a little bit about your journey as a playback singer george i was born in kolkata raised in kolkata and uh, uh, during my uh, schooling i had music as a subject i continued to have music as a subject in in my graduation and then i did my masters in music and um, as as uh, it happens i uh, met a, a composer in kolkata while i was uh, visiting a certain recording studio just to understand the dynamics of recording and uh, he happened to ask me whether i would like to assist him and the one thing that i think uh, at the very outset uh, i i would like like to mention is that most of the stuff that i do in my life or i have done is really uh, something that i you know i simply flow with the tide i simply flow with the times and the way things happen uh, whatever happens i kind of don't really question it and i kind of accept it with dignity and uh, with integrity and go about it and so i simply said yes to him and that's really how my journey in the music business started um i worked with him for a couple of years in kolkata and uh, very uh, uh, happy to say i i produced my first bengali album so my first uh, foray into professional uh, music was with a bengali album in kolkata Uh, an original album that was released with HMV, and uh, this is way back in the '90s. Quite obvious, I was—I uh, am a Punjabi, as you know—but uh, I was singing Bengali songs, and I would have so many people asking me that you know you should really go and try and 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 try and sing in Hindi. But I was so happy just being in Bengal. I had done my masters in Bengali music and singing in Bengali. But it so happened that Sony Music started its, uh, you know, Sony Music International started its business uh, or were, were about to start their business in India and were scouting for talent. Uh, and I happened to know about it and I auditioned for them. And to cut the story short, I did a couple of auditions. I really had to do about four or five auditions for them, and I was finally chosen by them to be their debut artist in the country. And that's how I shifted to Bombay. The reason I'm telling you all this is because when you talk about playback singing, you're talking about Bombay, and the shift to Bombay happened due to the fact that I I was signed on by Sony uh, Music. I released my debut album uh, in 2000, and uh, uh, as it happens, one once you're in Bombay, you are trying to um, experiment. You are trying to also meet music directors because finally you want to get that. a uh, song in the film industry this uh, the entertainment industry is very bollywood oriented and i did um, finally get uh, a song which was a hit i must tell you uh, uh, george i know you love music i know you love singing so you know when i first sang uh, for this film called main madhuri dikshit banna chahti hu and the song was very popular but i won't tell anybody that i had sung a song i said no 
let me first see my name on the screen because you know anything could happen anything can happen you know the song might not be liked finally somebody else might dub over it all these things continue to happen right. so when i finally saw my name on the screen i said all right i have sung the song and i started telling everybody that you know um, the song tum se mili nazar um, which is you know which continues to be a very popular song uh, has been sung by me it was a duet with sonu nigam and that's how the journey really started and i after that i i sang for about uh, about 12 uh, um, uh, films um, in Bombay. Uh, in Kolkata, of course, I was singing in Bengali films and Bangladeshi films. Uh, I also did a very interesting uh, Tamil song, I must say, when I went and, uh, in Chennai, while uh, I was uh, uh, singing uh, in Bollywood songs uh, way back in 2000s. You have started a band and uh, it's a kind of a unique band. Tell us a little bit about this band. What's the kind of music you play? Who are the kind of artists who perform with you and what are the kind of shows you do around 2010 i decided to give a break to my music and concentrate on um the organization that i had set up because it was my organization my baby and i thought that uh, i really it really needed my support um that's all that i did and in 2014 i started getting restless again uh, you know uh, with my Uh, it, it's not that i wasn't singing but i was you know consciously not seeking uh, performances and shows and i was only concentrating on 390 so in 2015 i suddenly realized that you know there were so many musicians uh, around us uh, with disabilities skillful uh, professional very talented um, and i started uh, a band i created a band in 2014 called pehli barish and there is a reason why it was called pehli barish the intentions of starting the band was to um get people to understand the fact that people with disabilities are not always at the receiving end of support uh, and takers but were also contributing members and could contribute to the society because by that time i had convinced my uh, a set of friends uh, with uh, musicians with visual impairment that they could join trinaini um once a month to do a show a professional show for other ngos in the spirit of giving so pehli barish band every year would perform starting june that's when the rain start in mumbai uh, starting june till december six shows we did uh, for the for the next five years um, performing for other ngos of, uh, uh, working in any with any issue any cause all in the spirit of giving and i i could see the perception change while we were performing the bolly of course uh, the musicians are all from the bollywood genre so they would perform bollywood however since i was there and i was leading the band i would like to sing bengali songs and punjabi songs for so we would rehearse to be able to give uh, um, the audiences the songs they required and as luck would have it i think because we con- we continually performed for 3 4 years this is 2021 in 2019 Uh, 18 i think it 2018 i started receiving calls from people saying that you know would you do you perform professionally um i think my instinctively my answer would have been no but then i realized that why not you know when when all of us are doing our bit and these shows are happening every month and we are happily performing for all our audiences why shouldn't we say yes and curate uh, professional shows and uh, uh, receive a lot you know monies for it because it also looks into the livelihood of all our musicians and that's how we started uh, performing professionally and i must say that we've 
it's been good george even during uh, the pandemic uh, we performed for walmart uh, last december we performed for microsoft on the 1st of september we have another show in october 1st of october for diageo and another one on the 21st of october for goldman sachs so um i think um, yes i'm happy and i must tell you uh, since most of these shows are to do with diversity and inclusion it just sits so well with the trinaini's uh, dream and uh, the vision and mission of empowering uh, our uh, friends with disabilities um, the show now comprises not only of uh, uh, visually impaired musicians we have singers who um, having different disabilities we have a lovely singer who's on the autism spectrum we have another singer who uh, has down syndrome and uh, i mean you would love to hear this she has her own um, youtube channel and her sanskrit academy she's done her masters in sanskrit so she joins us we have a wheelchair uh, user wonderful singer and uh, i always have a sign language interpreter uh, who joins us for two songs and interprets both the songs are original uh, uh, sung and written by me and she signs along with it so i think it truly becomes a, a band um, showcasing uh, equality equity inclusion and diversity how actually did you get interested in disability you don't have any apparent disability yourself many of the people who work in the sector are people who have been touched by disability what was your trigger as luck would have it i uh, volunteered for an organization in kolkata uh, working with children with autism and for six months i worked in a class uh, with children with autism i was i was uh, i really had to do a lot of learning because uh, that was the first time I was exposed to the world of people with children with disabilities. And here I was with the, you know, children uh, uh, behaving very differently, uh, doing different things. And I was a teacher's aide. And, and that was an interesting experience. By the time I'd finished my graduation, I wanted to volunteer again. Um, and this time I went back to the same institute. They had shifted uh, to another locality in Kolkata. And, uh, while I would travel and visit uh, the place uh, in, uh, in that particular locality, on my way to that organization, I would see these young adults uh, signing uh, to each other. And now I know if they were signing because they would, you know, talk to each other. They were laughing and they were hitting each other and, and you know, typical uh, uh, young boy behavior. Uh, and I was very fascinated by the way they were communicating. Uh, on another day, I saw them signing and communicating with each other. And then suddenly I saw another lady, you know, coming out of a, a particular building and they all kind of got, you know, they kept quiet. And uh, uh, I realized that, you know, uh, uh, she must be a teacher because they were all in uniform. And she asked them a question and then they spoke to her. I was, wow, I said, <laughs> I was really fascinated because here they were signing and then they were speaking. So as, as I said, it just intrigued me and I uh, walked into that uh, building, went up to the school and wanted to know more about what was happening, you know, what were they doing? And uh, that's when I realized that uh, it was a school for deaf children um, and they were using what is known as total communication where they were signing and uh, using speech. And as I told you earlier, uh, George, you know, really no, I've never really planned anything. I just, I just told them, I said, I would like to learn. I would like to learn this language. And like any good leader, uh, she immediately said, uh, she said that uh, yeah, you've done your graduation, haven't you? I said, yes. She said, would you like to do your B.Ed? 
And I said, yes, because that's what I do. I, I simply say yes to what life throws at me. Um, and that's how I came to Bombay in uh, 90 to do my B.Ed. in Deaf Education at the Ali Jung National Institute for Hearing and Speech Disabilities. That's what it's called now, thankfully. Um, went back to uh, Calcutta after that, and uh, that, was the, that was the deal. Started working with the Oral School for Deaf uh, twice a day because um, I did music. I used to teach music to deaf children, to the younger children. And since I know Hindi very well, they, she wanted me to start a class, a session, uh, after school for children from the slum areas, teaching them in Hindi. And that's how I started uh, uh, working in the disability sector. And while I did this for three days a week, I also joined the Indian Institute of Cerebral Palsy, a premier organization in Kolkata, twice a week to work with children with multiple disabilities, deaf and uh, you know cerebral palsy, deaf and blind. So that's how the career really uh, started, uh, George, because my master's really came after this. It's surprisingly, I did my master's not because I wanted to become a professional singer. I did my master's in music because I wanted to study um, more about how uh, deaf children could be taught music. That's how uh, my master's happened after my B.Ed. So that's how the journey started, simply out of uh, curiosity, out of uh, uh, out of the, uh, I think, the joy of being around uh, children and adults and seeing that perhaps what I was doing was making a difference. Uh, and that's how the journey really started. No personal reason, as you said. If you know of anyone with vision impairment, who needs guidance on living life with blindness, please share the IWA National Toll-Free Helpline number 1-800-5320-469. The number is 1-800-5320-469. You've done extensive work in the area of awareness and sensitizing and so on. And you've worked extensively with children, school children and uh, students. Talk to us about this uh, area of your work. So George, I started 390 in 2006 because while I was, uh, I, when I shifted to Bombay and I was performing, I went all across the country and the world performing. There was always this, uh, always this uh, um, intriguing factor. I, I would not see anyone with disabilities in the audience, never. And I would always wonder, I said, that's not possible. Where are, where are our friends with disabilities? And why aren't they there in the audience? And, in, and always, in every show, in some way or the other, I would let the audience know that I was also working in the disability sector, because I was, I continued to, I never stopped working in the sector, even while I was performing and going about uh, making uh, music and albums uh, uh, of my own. And invariably, after every show, I would have people coming back to me saying that, you know, and these were people who were CEOs and colleagues of, you know, the corporate shows that, you know, my, my son is disabled or my daughter is disabled. And I would say that, why, why didn't you get it? This is a family show. Why didn't you get them? And I realized that uh, I think while we were all as people, as special educators, parents, physiotherapists, speech therapists, anybody who's working in the disability sector, while we work towards empowering our children and getting them ready to go to regular schools and do jobs, until we had the non-disabled people, that 90% of the non-disabled people of our country aware 
uh, about disability or aware of the about 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 the abilities of people with disabilities things were not going to change and that's when i started 390 in 2006 and as all of us know uh, the change if it can be initiated at a young age then hopefully you will not uh, you will have citizens of this country you will have these young children who will grow up to be good citizens aware of their responsibilities and therefore i'm very passionate about uh, uh, talking to children so as a consultant and trainer in disability inclusion i started uh, curating workshops uh, for the academic community it was not easy because initially in 2006 when i would go to a school uh, and tell them that you know i would like to talk to your teachers or I can I do a, a, a small session with your students. My, the, any, the first response and the immediate response would be, but we don't have any children with disabilities. You don't, we don't need these workshops. They didn't even realize that the workshops were really to, to get the students who are not disabled aware of disabilities. But I must say things have changed. It's been so many years, 15 years that I've been doing this as far as 390 is concerned. I've been in the sector for a longer time. Um, so what I do, uh, George, is depending upon the age group that I'm speaking to, the class, it's, it's, I, I take a lot of effort in curating every session differently for the younger children. Um, the one thing that, uh, the one thing that I, I would love to tell you about is that having done these workshops for so many schools across the country, I finally managed to convince uh, four Delhi public schools in 2015. Uh, to they have an annual theme you know I, I saw that every year they would have an annual theme and they would really go all out in um, celebrating that annual theme and everything they did in that entire year and I convinced the the uh, the owner of these schools that to give me one year where I would uh, talk about uh, disability and uh, he agreed so I curated this campaign called celebrating diversity the difference is annoying wherein for an entire academic year, four Delhi public schools across Bune, Coimbatore, um, Patna and Ludhiana had disability awareness as their theme. And I would, uh, I would create disability awareness lessons which were infused in every subject, history, geography, robotics, sports, uh, annual function, assemblies, everything they did had a uh, element of disability awareness in it. And I think that was I think the first of its kind. And that really gave me a lot of confidence because there was nothing to fall back on. I was doing everything on my own. You know, uh, as you're aware, we all talk about advocacy. We'd all talk about how awareness is the most important uh, um, tool that can bring about change in any uh, issue or cause. But I don't see a lot of people uh, just doing awareness. And I must say, it's been a very difficult journey with 390 because that's all that we do. Uh, uh, awareness and advocacy is also really not funded in this country, um, which is uh, so uh, welfare oriented. But uh, this particular year uh, where we really did nothing, I, I did workshops for the ancillary staff, for their bus drivers, for the parents of persons with disabilities, for teachers, uh, for their trustees. So I really took that opportunity of designing different kinds of uh, sessions for different stakeholders. And it is during that one year that we also designed a lot of games. You know, how else do you um, engage the academic community, young children, 
four-year-old, five-year-olds, uh, 13-year-olds, 16-year-olds? How do you engage them in understanding about diversity and difference, which is not boring, which is not, uh, 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 which is interactive, you know, just because we're talking about disability, it doesn't have to be boring. And because that's something that's, I've been very, very careful about curating interesting um, sessions using the entertaining uh, media of puppetry, dance, theater, music, dance, uh, uh, games, um, literature, so that the academic community uh, realizes that it's not, uh, uh, I mean, diversity is a very interesting and important part of our psyche of the human existence. And it is to be celebrated and there is, um, disability is not always a disadvantage uh, it's a difference but not always a disadvantage so that is always the message that i like to give the academic community and um, it's been an, an interesting journey uh, george lots to learn lots to do but an interesting journey you've uh, also kind of written a poem which uh, has become part of the cbsc syllabus would you like to read a few lines from that poem yes of course uh, the poem is called i am special so are you um, and it took me a couple of years to convince a CBSE to include this in the English communicative course of class 10. I, I don't know whether it's still there, but it was there for at least four, four to five years. I am special, so are you. Imagine just how boring life would be if Mother Nature believed in uniformity. All living beings the same in color and shape. The ant and the ape, a leopard and a bear, a watermelon and a pear, the leaves in every tree, the fish in every sea. And hey, maybe even you and me, X, wouldn't life be a shame if everything looked, felt, smelled exactly the same? Thank God we all have our own shapes and sizes with different looks, talents, surprises, each with a special strength or a weakness. I guess that's what gives us our uniqueness. Very, very impressive. Uh, so uh, you've also done work uh, for, with the Election Commission and uh, with the Census of India. Uh, would you like to share some of those uh, stories? George, the, I didn't really work for the Census of India. I couldn't convince them. But I was very clear in 2011 that we needed to do uh, a campaign to convince our friends with disabilities uh, that they should uh, be forthright about being counted. Uh, because we were aware of the fact that, you know, once, once the census, uh, the trainer would come to your house, the official, there were families who would not even mention uh, names about their about their children with disabilities and therefore we we started uh, on our own we started a campaign called count me in and i think that was one campaign that really really uh, uh, humbled me because the 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 support we got from everyone was incredible i had radio mirchi on board uh, uh, translating our radio spot in the various languages uh, that they operated in the country. We had the, uh, we had, uh, the OH media we, who took our film. We had created uh, the Count Me In film in English, Hindi and Marathi, and they showed it in all their screens. We had the digital, Inox digital screen showing the film. We, we had CNN, IBN, we had at that point of time, Sahara was there. They uh, showed our film as public service announcement. And that's when, you know, when I got so much support and I, I managed to get uh, uh, hoardings across the country, that's when I actually took the campaign and I was, I was trying to convince the officials. I said, you know, the campaign is ready, but if you take it up, it, the reach increases. But no, I couldn't convince them, but I could convince the National Trust and the National Trust then 
helped us uh, 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 a bit with the campaign. But the campaign was done completely by uh, 390, called the Count Me In campaign. And I was very keen, I'll be very honest, I was very keen uh, about the 2021 census. And I, that's when I actually went to Delhi to meet um, the, um, um, the main head uh, at the census, um, uh, the office. But no, uh, <laughs> I really couldn't convince uh, anybody uh, to remember, George, I could have done a lot of work, but we are a very, very small organization. I almost, I continue to run it single-handedly. So I think to convince somebody to give you a big uh, uh, campaign, uh, maybe you, they need to see a big office and a lot of people, which I don't have. Um, but as far as the um, election commission uh, campaign is concerned, the uh, electoral uh, election commission um, uh, officer Maharashtra got in touch with us saying that uh, um, uh, it was a mandate uh, that uh, from the uh, from the election commission of India that the elections have to be accessible and inclusive and ethical. And they wanted us to partner with them to create. Uh, they by they had they got to know that we you know we create films and we create uh, interesting uh, material, and they wanted us to create uh, a, a brochure for the electoral officers of how they would go about uh, behaving or interacting or keeping things in mind when disabled people come to vote, and we convinced them that we needed a brochure. Uh, focused towards our friends with disabilities to convince them to come out and vote. So we called it the Think Inc campaign, and it, this was not done by me alone. I was um, uh, this was something that I uh, got another very in, uh, important colleague of mine, Dr. Asmita Huddar from the Hashu Advani College of Special Education. So both of us together created this campaign, and we had uh, the Think Inc. Uh, a film in Hindi, Marathi, and Bengali, and the brochure in three languages. And yes, uh, I think that the, camp the film uh, was done well. It was an accessible campaign. It was captioned. There was sign language interpretation. And the Delhi office used it. So we are happy about that. They, they actually used it uh, in all their campaigns across the country. To support our work with the blind and visually impaired, you can visit the donate page on our website www.scorefoundation.org.in Please note www.scorefoundation.org.in You've done a varied uh, range of work across the board when it comes to disability inclusion. Uh, the other interesting thing that you were telling me the other day was the games kit that you created to sensitize the mainstream towards uh, disability. I think that's a very powerful idea. But why don't you tell us a little bit about that? That's the most exciting thing. Uh, um, George, uh, remember I told you when I was doing this DPS campaign, so there was yeah. always this concern about how do I, how how else can I engage students and teachers? in a more uh, interactive, engaging, fun manner. And that's where the seed of this game kit uh, was sowed. I could not manage to do it uh, during that one year because when we got down to working on it, it took us three years of research and development because again, it's the first of its kind, if I may say anywhere, and there was nothing to fall back on. I didn't know, you know, how do you make these card games? Who prints these card games? Uh, and they were not going to be printed in bulk the way you know cards are printed. How do you go about it? By the time we were researching and creating the game kit, 
the new law came into force, you know, uh, Rights of Persons with Disabilities 2016. So again, we re-looked into the uh, game kit to see that, you know, are we, are we representing um, other disabilities uh, within the uh, game kit? So it's a big kit called Towards Inclusion, and it has six thrilling card game sets, which looks into various aspects of disability knowledge. It has a story come workbook, and it has an answer booklet. The last six months um, was devoted to the answer booklet because while the game kit was being developed, we did pilot studies across Bangalore, Calcutta and uh, Mumbai with various stakeholders, grandparents, uh, teachers, principals, corporates, school students. Um, and we would take in their suggestions. And we realized that some of them, while they were playing this card, and you play this game, you play this game like any other game, George, uh, you play to win. Uh, one is uh, based on bingo, one is based on Uno. Um, and uh, it's great fun when you actually play it because we have these lovely videos of people sending us videos and how they were playing and how they're really, you know, shouting at each other and no, 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 you cheated and all that happens. Mm -hmm. But some of them are interested in wanting to know more about what's written in the card. Right. And that's when we realized that, oh, so it will be incomplete if you don't have the, those explanations. And then we started working on this answer booklet. It's a 22 page booklet, wherein every phrase, every word, every terminology, vocabulary in the card games, the six card games, explanation, four line explanation is given. So if you want to know more about Braille slate or prosthetic device or Paralympics or Deaf Olympics, anything that you want to know, it's there in the in the uh, answer booklet. So the Towards Inclusion uh, game kit is a big box. It's a two kg, weighs two kgs, has six card game kits. The six games are Say This, Not That, which talks about the language of disability, Here, Here, which talks about interesting articles um, that you miss out on newspaper. So you have to match the articles to the headlines. Surprise, surprise, which is uh, uh, where you have to uh, figure out which sentence is a fact or a misconception. Um, you have Do You Know, which is based on UNO, which gives you knowledge about 10 categories of uh, uh, information about 10 categories of disability knowledge. And then you have the inclusion bingo, which is placed like, uh, which is played uh, like housey. And the most important called barrier begone, which wherein you have to match barriers to their solutions, the red cards to the green cards, and the solutions will also have the explanation of the solutions within the card. So I, um, I'm really, really uh, very happy about this, uh, George. This has been a long dream of mine to create a game kit to gamify this whole aspect of uh, um, awareness. And again, you will be very happy to know that uh, thanks to the pandemic and lockdown, the digitization has started. So by in another six months, um, the cards will be available to play online. And at that point of time, I am going to be make, I'll make it available in Bharati, Hindi, Bengali and English, at least the, initially the first four languages will be available. So Ritika, uh, I can see that you have a lot to talk about. You love talking. I love talking and this conversation <laughs> can keep going on and on. Yes. But uh, we'll have to close here. I'd like to thank you for uh, taking the time to um, speak with me and um, speak on uh, Iway Conversations. Wish you the very best in all your endeavors and uh, look forward to being in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much, George, uh, for having me on your show. This podcast was brought to you by Barrier Break Solutions Private Limited 
and SCORE Foundation. Thank you.